Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Hey, what's going on? Dodgers Nation, Doug McCain here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. Will Dave Roberts be back with the Dodgers next season? We're going to dive into that in just a second. But quick reminder for all latest Dodgers news, rumors, high videos, interviews, breakdowns, and more all season and all off season long. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. And if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And as always, I want your takes down below in the comment section. Today's Dodgers Nation question of the day do you want to see dave roberts back with the dodgers next season should the dodgers consider letting him go let me know down below and for all latest dodgers news head over to dodgersnation.com and i know you're still mourning dodgers nation but like vin scully said there will eventually be a new day and eventually a new year and when the upcoming winter gives way to spring rest assured it will be time for dodger baseball so before you know it the Boys in Blue will be back on the diamond and pursuing another World Series championship. But before we get there, who will be the Dodgers manager? Well, yesterday, Jack Harris of the L.A. Times reported that Dave Roberts will, in fact, be back as the Dodgers skipper. And me right now, when it comes to the five stages of grief, I'm somewhere in between denial and anger at this point. And the reality is the number one reason why the Dodgers lost to the Padres in the NLDS is they couldn't come through with runners in scoring position. LA went 5 for 34 in the series, hitting 147 with runners in scoring position. And yes, that is the number one reason why they lost. But if you look at game four, that was a disaster class by Dave Roberts, the way he managed the Dodgers pitching, the way he managed the bullpen. His first big mistake was not allowing Tyler Anderson to go deeper into that game. I'd said it leading up to this game that the Dodgers needed to get more length from their starting pitchers. They got five innings from Julio Urias in game one. They got five from Clayton Kershaw in game two. They got just one and a thirds from Tony Gonsolin in game three. And Tyler Anderson was cruising. He had retired nine straight at one point. There was soft contact. He was still getting swing and miss. He was cruising. He had the feel for the change up the cutter. They could allow Tyler Anderson to go out there and at least give an opportunity, go batter for batter to get some more outs, steal some outs there. And if there was one Dodgers pitcher on this staff that you would feel comfortable going out there to go deeper into games, it would be Tyler Anderson. Anderson led the Dodgers with 178 and two-thirds innings pitched this season. He had pitched 95 or more pitches on five different occasions. He was cruising, like I said, had the feel for his stuff. He could have gotten some more out. So that was the first bad move by Dave Roberts. He panicked and he said, no, instead of just looking at this pitcher with my own eyes and saying, this guy can get you some more outs. He said, no, let's go with this script. Let's overmanage his bullpen. Let's try to play some chess here when we don't have to. And that's what they did. Because really, if you let Tyler Anderson go back out there and he gives you six innings, that means you have Chris Martin, you have Evan Phillips, you have Agency Almonte, you have Alex Vesia to get you nine outs. But instead, you had to use Tommy Canley on a back-to-back. He had him pitching back-to-backs very many times this season. He clearly didn't have his stuff and that's when things fell apart there in the seventh inning when he issued that leadoff walk and then Yancy Almonte he wasn't able to 
perform with the inherited runners. So the Dodgers put their bullpen pieces in the position to not succeed, but to fail. And yes, the offense didn't come through, but you should have used Evan Phillips earlier. You should have used Evan Phillips as soon as Tommy Canley wasn't able to come through. As soon as you realize Tommy Canley didn't have it and Canley gives up the base hit to Grisham, they get their first run across of the night after the Nola infield single. That is when you go to Evan Phillips, but instead you go to Yancy Almonte, a guy that hasn't been in that situation. High leverage with the series on the line, the postseason on the line, the World Series on the line, whatever you want to call it. You put him in that situation with runners on first and second. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. And what does he do? He gives up the double to Kim down the line, then scored Grisham to make it three to two Dodgers. And then the next batter, Juan Soto, he smoked that single to tie things up at three. So Yancy Almonte wasn't able to get it done with those inherited runners, wasn't able to come out there and put out the fire. They, we call them Fireman Phillips for a reason. That is what we call Evan Phillips. He's Fireman Phillips. You had your biggest fire of the night, but but instead, you go to Yancy Almonte, a guy that's not proven in that situation, and the game ends up being tied. And that was when you know the wheels were about to fall off for the Dodgers. Because what happens next? Juan Soto does a Soto shuffle steal of second base, where he's just shuffling and embarrassing the Dodgers at that point. And apparently, Yancy was supposed to go to first to allow Vessi to have more time to get warmed up. And then you bring in Alex Vessia after Yancy. Yancey had already thrown ball one to Jay Cronenworth. So you bring in Vesia already with a one ball count to Jay Cronenworth. And then during that at bat, I think they should have stuck with the hard stuff to Cronenworth. You go with that slider and he puts a good swing on it. And that gives the Padres a 5-3 lead. And that was all she wrote. So it was a disaster class by Dave Roberts once again. Like I said, if there's a wrong button to push, he will push it in the postseason. They are going to bring him back for next season. And look, yes, I want to know. I want to know exactly from Andrew Friedman. I want to know exactly from this front office. Who is making these decisions? Is Dave Roberts going rogue? Is there a script? Is it about him managing from the gut? Because he has cost the Dodgers in multiple postseasons at this point. Even 2017, I still think the Dodgers would have won the World Series if it wasn't for Dave Roberts' mismanagement in Game 2 of that series with Ridge Hill. Or how about 2018 with Ridge Hill? Or how about 2000? 2019 game five that was another disaster class and then this season i mean it's just inexcusable the bullpen management and there's just not a sustainable way of trying to advance in the postseason because even if the Dodgers won game four this whole approach where you're allowing your starters go five innings it's five innings and turn and burn and that's it that's all you're going to do that's not sustainable the wheels would have fallen off at some point because the more times you give the ball to a bullpen piece the likelihood is that at some point they're going to falter yes they're bringing him back and my question is this I've always 
been a dot defender, a Dave apologist at times, but I always give him criticism when I think he deserves it. I'm not a guy who's a sunshine pumper like a lot of these, like Sportsnet LA and all these stuff. I tell, I give you the truth. That's what I seek to do. I try to give you the truth, the raw truth, even if it's the, if it's the cold, hard truth. And in this situation, I always say what Dave Roberts does great is he maintains a culture. He's able to keep guys bought in in that Dodgers clubhouse. But if you rewatch the game like I did, I've rewatched every single pitch from the NLDS. Every time the Padres had a good moment, every time the Padres got a base hit or a big strikeout, that Padres dugout was going crazy. That Padres dugout was engaged and they were invested. They were cheering. The Dodgers dugout, even after the Freddie Freeman double, it was like quieter than a library. It was like golf clap status. It was pathetic. And yes, that comes from the players too. And it was a colossal failure from top to bottom, but it starts with the manager. Because if you are some guy that is expected to just maintain this culture and Andrew Friedman in the front office, they take care of the analytics and the script when it comes to managing the pen, then what are you used for? You're used to try to go light a fire under your team and you just didn't do that. So they are bringing Dave Roberts back. And I guess my question is, even if they brought in someone else, would it even matter because of the way that the manager is used as a puppet for the front office? And if that's the case, hire Tony Robbins, hire a motivational speaker, hire David Goggins, like Mookie Betts apparently was inspired by. I didn't see that David Goggins inspiration from Mookie Betts in the dugout. So hire a guy that can light a fire under this team, because I also watched some games from 2020. You saw constant cheers from that Dodgers dugout. And don't tell me it doesn't mean anything. And look, it's such a cliche, but it was a fact in the series. The Padres wanted this series more. I truly believe that in my heart of hearts. And it's tough to deny that fact. But I'm going to do a full breakdown of all Dave Roberts' bad managerial moves throughout the year. So look out for that probably tomorrow, Wednesday. It's a full breakdown. So be on the lookout for that. But let me know down below in the comment section, would you like to see the Dodgers replace Dave Roberts? They're not going to for next season, but would you like to see him? Should he have been fired already? Would you like to see him replaced? Because the way I look at it is he's done less with more than any manager in baseball right now. And I think that's what's so troubling for me. But let me know down below. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. And if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And as always, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. 